But first, you have probably heard of carjackings, but have you ever heard of bank jackings? Yeah, your banking apps may be convenient, but they could also leave you vulnerable to this new type of crime. So here with us today to break it all down is Chicago Sun-Times reporter Frank Main. Hey, Frank. Hi, Sasha. How are you? I'm doing well. But Frank, I mean, I, I read your story, but I hadn't heard of this. I got to admit, is this a new phenomenon? Is it not just armed yeah. robbery? Yeah, we've been uh, we've, we've been told that um, they've only really seen this for a couple of years in Chicago. We have seen it anecdotally in news stories. Um, this is like a method of operation that um, robbers are using, and detectives are seeing it more and more when they investigate these crimes. So yeah. we don't have any um, statistics on how many of, of these robberies there are because they don't break it down that way. So um, that's that's how we're it's coming to our attention. Well, back up just a bit and make sure all folks are on the same page here. Tell us how these bank jackings work. So um, a robber will walk up to you, point a gun at you, and say, "Give me your phone." In the past, um, a lot of times they would take your phone and sell it. Um, now they take your phone and they will point it at your face. If you have facial recognition technology, they'll. they'll unlock your phone that way, or they'll ask you to use your passcode to open your phone. And then, as many people do, um, they'll go into your um, your Venmo, Zelle, or Cash app on your phone, and they'll drain your bank account and mm. send it to a, a different address. So we're seeing robberies of $1,000, 2000 3000 $6,000 this way, where, you know, in the past you might have a 20 50 100 bucks in your wallet, and they'll take that. So right. it's... Uh, it's, a, it's obviously something that's very disturbing. Absolutely. Now, can police trace these types of robberies? They can. I mean, they can. They can if they get a warrant. They can, you know, find out where the money went and, uh, and get into that bank account. And by that time, the the robbers are usually long gone. Um, they've created kind of a, a shell account to 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 send the money to. Even um, if they are able to find out where the money went, that they can. Yeah, find a human being that they, they suspect took the money. Um, the robbers, you know, these days, it's kind of a hangover from the pandemic. They're still wearing masks. And we talked to victims who said they weren't able to identify their the robber because, mm-hmm. you know, they couldn't see their face. Yeah, that, that makes things a lot more tough. And, and just to, to underscore how common this is right now, you write that holdups overall, they're up more than 25% in Chicago this year through November 26th, up 25% right. more than last year. What can we do to protect ourselves then? Well, um, obviously, one thing is to be aware of your surroundings. Uh, we talked to a 20-year-old, 21-year-old college student in Wrigleyville who had this happen to him. And the, mess- the, uh, the, the, the lesson he drew from it was that he shouldn't have healed off from his friends and, and been standing alone when these two guys approached him. He's like, you know, it was one o'clock in the morning. I was dumb. Uh, there are also detectives who say, you know, doesn't take that long to disable uh, one of these apps from your phone. If you're going out to dinner, you can enable your na- at your app, use it, and then disable it again. Then they can't get into your app, you know, if you're robbed. So that's another way to do it. But yeah. uh, it's kind of inconvenient for most people. Right. And for me, it, it feels, I got to admit, Frank, it feels unrealistic, right? Because I, I've got all my bank, uh, all my banking apps. I've got Cash App as well as Venmo um, and the actual apps for my, for each of my institutions. And I use them frequently. 
Um, I access Zelle through my actual bank, so I don't have the Zelle app per se, but I just can't see myself, you know, uninstalling and reinstalling every time I've got to use these apps. So it's, it, I wonder how, uh, how well that's going to take as advice for folks to avoid this. I, you know, I, I think it's to stay at risk of being, you know, being out there in society. You just have to watch yourself and just another type of robbery that's taking place. You're not uncommon. In fact, um, I think on Zelle alone, there were $680 billion in transfers in 2022. So, yeah. I mean, everybody's got these on their phones. We use it a lot. Uh, we use it a lot. I bet you these robbers have them on their phones, you know. Everybody's got them. And so it's just another way to, to do this. The, the thing is that, you know, if you have a lot of money in your bank account, it's very vulnerable in this situation. Yeah. Um, you know, not to scare people too much. We don't know that this is like uh, a rampant problem, but it is something that is occurring, and we decided to point it out to people. Right. And you can probably set some smaller limits on these apps too, right? So that they can't yeah, get that's... six and 7000 and $10,000. That is, that's one thing that these apps actually recommend that people do is like limit the, the amount of money that can be taken out at one time. Right. Before I let you go, Frank, I mean, if, if someone is bank jacked, what should they do? Well, um, a, a few things. Obviously, you call the cops, um, uh, get a report. Um, you also can, you should call the, uh, your bank and immediately report it. Um, you don't even need to have a police report to recover money that is stolen this way. It's just like uh, a fraudulent uh, withdrawal from your account. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're supposed to make you whole. We did talk to one victim who said he has been uh, going back and forth with his bank for four months on this particular kind of uh, robbery. So, wow. uh, so, so it, it may not be easy, but that they say that that's what you should do. Yeah. We've been talking through the new kind of scam called Bank Jackings with Chicago Sun-Times reporter Frank Maine. Thank you so much, Frank. Sure. See you, Sasha. Thanks. Now, it's especially important to be on the lookout for scams during the holiday season, of course. And if you're trying to find a cheap gift or even a good charity to donate to, you might want to double check and make sure that you're not getting duped. That's why we've got Tom Johnson here, VP of Public Relations and Board Relations for the Better Business Bureau of Chicago and Northern Illinois. He's going to talk us through some top scams happening right now. Welcome, Tom. Thank you, Sasha. It's great to be here. So I think about my own life. I scroll through social media kind of all day long, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and I'm looking for things to buy my mom, my sister, just lots of friends, but I hear you can run into some traps while you're on these sites. You have to be really careful now because you can get social media pop-up ads if you search an item, especially a hot item that you're having trouble finding other yeah. places. The bad guys can buy ads too, and you may end up clicking on their search link and going right to their website, which can be a fraudulent, just completely created website. And then you're sending money off to them. So they're getting your banking information. Mm -hmm. They're getting all your personal information. And of course, you don't get the item. I'm going to go through your handy list of things to uh, to avoid. Right. And, and one of the things you list here is social media gift exchanges like Secret Sister. Yes, those are really popular this time of year. And in essence, they're all pyramid schemes. And at the end of the day, a lot of people think, oh, well, I I got in this thing. I should have been thinking more clearly because I sent two bottles of wine. I'm supposed to get 12 back. But you get your two bottles of wine and you think everything's great. But in the meantime, that person 
is now gone mm-hmm. and they have all of your information. So, yeah. uh, so it's not just the old pyramid scheme to get your money, but they also have all of your information. There. Jeez, I feel like I just want to stay off the uh, the World Wide Web <laughs> at times, right? At times, yeah, or at this time of year. Let's let's be specific. What about lookalike websites? Lookalike websites are always a problem, but especially during the holidays. How it does takes, that work? It takes nothing for uh, scammers to set up a fake website. Some of them even get the names of major retailers and companies that are just off by one letter. Mm. And it's so easy just to grab pictures from other websites and load them up on your website. And the next thing you know, you're ordering from a scammer. So be very careful about these websites and especially any emails that come into you. Really look closely at that email address that it came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we all get a lot of uh, Amazon notices, other notices like that. But if you look at the email address it came in from, it has nothing to do with uh Amazon, uh, Home Depot, uh, USPS, USPS. Delivery scams are really a huge problem right now because they're sending out notices and saying, oh, we had a problem with your delivery or uh, we need extra uh, information to to, uh, send in your package. Yeah. And it's really prevalent out there. Speaking of packages, stolen packages right there on your porch or your, your, your driveway. That's up. For sure. Porch pirating is such a huge thing only because it takes so little time to do it. And it really happens a lot in areas where people can see an open gate or you live in an open community Mm -hmm. like a townhome association. And all they have to do is watch out for a few minutes and they can be in and out in just a couple of minutes. Yeah. And with these, I mean, what's interesting, we just talked about these bank jackings where people are pulling up on you with, you know, like a ski mask or something with these. I, I it's just Regular people walking around, they'll just kind of look casual, open your gate, walk up your steps, pick up your package. Neighbors around aren't going to be alerted immediately because it just looks like, oh, maybe that's a friend coming over to visit or exactly. what have you, right? So it, it's it's not as alarming or striking for the passerby to be like, oh, I think that's a robbery in progress. Right. And in the wintertime, a lot of times, because people have more gear on, your hats, your scarves, your gloves, they'll just walk around and, and look like uh, they could be a neighbor or a friend. And then when before they go up to the doorbell, they'll switch that uh, scarf around their face, oh, pull wow. their hat down, and they're in and out yeah. like trout. My goodness, I hadn't thought about this one before looking at your list. Job postings for the holiday season? Yes, holiday hiring is a huge thing right now because what happens is a lot of people are looking for jobs during the holidays and, of course, right after. And there's job postings out there. And if you think about it, uh, if you hire or interview for a job or get a job acceptance, what do they get? all of your information. Mm-hmm. Oh, we need to send your paycheck to you. Oh, so we need right. your banking information, your social social security, the whole thing, and then they vanish. And you think you're dealing with someone who's offering you a job, and then the communication just stops after My that. My goodness. Well, on that list of presents I told you that I'm looking for is possibly, I don't know if they've won me over yet, but possibly a new puppy for my, my daughters who have been begging. But I'm hearing now that there are puppy scams. There are puppy scams are the biggest. Okay, online shopping is the number one scam every year. 
puppy scams take the most away. How do you most, do that? They literally take an average of $680 per loss because uh, these people, the same thing, all they have to do is create a quick website, steal a bunch of photos, especially of hard-to-get breeds, expensive breeds, and then you think that you're dealing with someone and you have communication with this person mm-hmm. and... Uh, nothing happens so they take your money in some cases they've even gone so far to continue to ask you say oh my god there was a flight delay here uh we need to make sure your puppy's taken care of and they got to go feed them in the crate we need another couple of hundred dollars and they just don't stop until you catch on they keep asking for money and it's really important to do a reverse search and always ask for an in-person meeting at the very least a live video meeting because mm. scammers don't want to do that. Right, right. So, I mean, let's let's get some help here. How do we report these scams? We really urge people to contact the Attorney General's office and, of course, the BBB. BBB has a uh, scam tracker, the Better Business Bureau scam tracker. Just okay. go to BBB scam tracker and you can report these instances and we're in a Sentinel uh, database along with the FTC and we monitor all this stuff. We take a close look at what's coming in to spot any trends so we can alert people. Right. Uh, I mean, and how often is this happening? I mean, do, do you have any numbers to sort of back up some of these instances here? Well, the puppy scams literally take millions and millions of dollars. They're the number one. There's no end to these scams, and they keep evolving. They keep finding ways. And this is happening nationwide. Nationwide, and they love the holidays because people are under extra pressure, and they may not take the proper time to really think this out. Oh, my God, this $800 item, I searched it, and these people have a liquidation sale for $200. I'm going to order it right away. And then the credit card information is gone. And these gift exchange scams, they're also happening yes. frequently? Yes. Never enter any type of gift exchange unless it's people that you know yeah. and friends. How do we help our kids recognize these these scams or avoid them in the first place? And, and I'm also thinking of folks who maybe aren't as tech savvy. How do we help them out? Well, that's really important too. And the interesting thing is uh, 18 to 24 year olds are now the most scammed age group. People think sometimes this is for seniors. It's actually the younger demographics that are being scammed the most often now along with seniors. So we really urge you over the holiday times when you're with friends and families, this is a topic that hits all age groups. And if people know about this, a red light can uh, flash in their heads when they see these type of opportunities and really try to help avoid them. So we really urge that you talk to your family, friends, or please report it to Scam Tracker to help your community. And uh, just the continued raised awareness will help with a lot of this. Stay alert. And and don't uh, look before you leap. That's, a, that's a, an important thing. Make sure that website's real, the email's real, and always research a company with BBB before you do business with them. And you might find some just uh, glaring reviews and grades. So protect yourself. Do a little research. It'll really pay off. Tom Johnson is with the Better Business Bureau of Chicago and Northern Illinois. We've been talking through holiday scams. Thank you so much, Tom. It is my pleasure. Thank you.